Looking to find out more about sport teams and how they promote their teams with hashtag campaigns? Then Media Hut is the podcast for you, as Christian Castro brings you a weekly guest speaker to find out how they came across their favorite sports teams through hashtag campaigns. And now, here's your host, Christian Castro. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the ninth episode of Media Hut. I'm your host, Christian Castro, and today's guest speaker will feature Chris Osario. Topics will include hashtag campaigns from the Liga BBVA team Real Madrid and Chris on how he stays connected to his favorite team on social media. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. They tell us this is the most watched game of football ever. They say this has been the biggest game since the 1940s. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Media Hut. Join me in the studio today is Chris Osario. How you doing, Chris? Pretty good, man. How about you? I'm doing good. And today we're talking about everything to do with Real Madrid. So I like to ask the question to every guest fan that comes on the show. How did you first, what was your first interaction with Real Madrid and how did you become a fan of them? I think it was around 2003. 2004, when the Galacticos got together, they had Zidane, Roberto Carlos, uh, Ronaldo, Figo, David Beckham, all these great players, you know, Casillas in his prime. And when I was a kid, it just, it was like a dream team. Like, nobody thought all those people could get together. Right. And they did. And they made a lot of great things happen. So, do you remember your first game watching Real Madrid? Yeah. I do, and sadly was the game against Barcelona when Ronaldinho scored a hat trick on them, and he had a standing ovation. It was amazing because Ronaldinho was always one of my favorite players, even though he was for the rival club. But right, just to you know, just to experience that, it was just wow. We really got we got beat in our own home by Ronaldinho. It was just surreal, you know. Yeah, and for those that don't know who Ronaldinho is, he's a great Brazilian, uh, was a great Brazilian player when he played uh, during his time at several clubs. But most notably, his uh, play in Barcelona was great for those El Clasico games against Real Madrid. And that actually leads us into our first hashtag for today, hashtag El Clasico. And for those of you that don't even know what El Clasico is, it's basically can be easily translated in English to the classic, the classic match, you know, the match that everybody looks forward to every year in the European sport of football. And this is such a great game because it has all the greatest players, as you stated, and they're the best teams usually in the in Europe. They compete really well every year. So do you have a favorite El Clasico moment that you can probably describe to me 
in the last couple of years? Or is there something that stands out to you why it's El Clasico? I mean, there's a lot of games that stand out, but my personal favorite was, I think it was Copa del Rey. I think it was like the first or second, like I can't remember, but I remember Cristiano coming off the bench right. and he just ran down the left wing, you know, did his classical Ronaldo step over and then he cut the ball in and he just put it right corner, top of the goal, and it was just crazy. You know, he just ran, picked his shirt up and showed it against everybody in Barcelona because Messi did the same thing not long ago and it was just like payback. And just that rivalry, you know, between both of them, it was just, I think that's what made the Clásicos even greater because after 2009 till like 18 we will never get nothing like it you know like Ronaldo versus Messi that was like the greatest rivalry in every sport it was it was the classic rivalry you know yeah exactly and for a lot of time for a lot of those years I think it was 11 years that they played against each other year in and year out they were even facing each other not even on the club level stage but internationally as well there's been talks about who's the greatest of all time and the GOAT in the sport. Ronaldo currently having the all-time goal scorers of all time in all competitions. Uh, and he's still playing. The fact that he's still playing. But Messi has the illustrious trophies that you can argue. He has more trophies than Ronaldo in terms of player performance and career-wise. in Not team, but individual play with the Ballon d'Ors. Yeah. But... Another hashtag that I want to dive into is Hala Madrid. And basically the Hala Madrid is, you know, all hail Madrid. It's the philosophy that we're the best club in the world and their fans show out and show out every game is sold out, packed out. What does it mean to you to, you know, the hashtag Hala Madrid as a Madrid fan? It's like saying, you know, let's go. We can do anything. It's like Hala Madrid is like confidence, you know, like, when you're a Madrid fan, you have that confidence that your team could beat anybody because it's the greatest club of all time. Like, not just because I love it, it's just stated facts, you know. The most successful club, 13 Champions Leagues. They've, they've done so many great things that no other club in history has done. So, right. I love Madrid. It's just like, you know, like to pump up the adrenaline, letting you know, oh, my team can do anything. Like, we're ready for battle at all times. Do you think there's anybody out there that competes with Real Madrid right now. I mean, I know currently they're on their way to the semifinals against Manchester City in the Champions League on their their route to win yet another Champions League title. It would be their 14th title. But do you think there's another team out there that competes with them in a Champions League level? I mean, Real Madrid are the kings of the Champions League, but there are many teams that can compete with them because it's football, you know? How people call it soccer, but it's just... It's a 50-50. You never know what could happen. It, anything could happen. And, I mean, yeah, I would want to say that they're unbeatable at all times, but I know there's plenty of good teams out there that could give them a run for their money at all times, like Barcelona, Atletico Madrid, uh, Man City, for a fact. There's not going to be an easy match. I know they're going to have to give it all because Pep Guardiola and the squad they have is – it's unbelievable, you know. I'm honestly surprised they haven't won the Champions League because of how good Pep is with his players and the quality he has. But, yeah, there's many teams that could compete against them. It's just they're not the only greatest team, you know. There's a lot of great teams out there. Right. Yeah. So moving on with that, you said earlier that your favorite player of all time is Ronaldinho, and unfortunately he was on the rival club. Yeah. But you still supported him throughout, and 
you liked him because of uh, of his skilling and the way he dribbles the ball and the way he moves with it. Is there a player, obviously I'm thinking of Ronaldo, but is there anybody else that you think that when you think Real Madrid, you think of this historic player and how he's carried this club, basically? Yeah, obviously Zidane, you know. He was like the most elegant midfielder ever. I mean, it was like silk, the ball touching silk. It was just, the way he played, it was so smooth. It was elegant. That way he invented the roulette, I believe. Right. The 360 spin, you know. Yeah. And the way he, he carried the team, like, I believe it was him. And he played with Ronaldo, uh, Nassario, the Brazilian, Beckham. You know, Roberto Carlos, because when they had that good team, it was like, wow, it was unbelievable. And then when he became a coach, like the things he did in like the three years he was coach, like nobody else in history has done that. He went three Champions Leagues back to back. Then he took a break and he came back again for another one, you know, like. Yeah. He, I mean, there's only, there's only a few people, you know, in life that could make things like that happen. That's very true, but I have to ask you this tough question. Do you think he's better as a player or as a manager now that he's a manager? And he still has more time to be a manager and get a lot more trophies, but you seeing him as a as a child playing on the field and now managing, do you believe that he's a better manager than he is a player? Honestly, that's like 50 and 50, honestly, because I think he was like a really great player. And what he showed for like the years that he had he was a really great manager but i mean it's too early to call because he's only been a manager for like five six years right so we'll see down the road but i think he was so far from what i've seen i think he was a greater player because the impact that he made in france the impact he made in madrid and juventus when he played them it was just like every time he was on the field you know like you knew you could win yeah yeah because you know the best players were on the field so he kind of, everyone had to like double team him or kind of triple team him. Yeah, everybody had, you know, to just, oh, we had to keep him on check. Like, don't let him do anything because we know what he can do. Right, exactly. And anybody that puts on a Real Madrid jersey kind of, you know, makes the defense go a little bit uneasy. These days, you got not a lot of big stars now on Ben, I mean, on, I was going to say Benzema is now the key player that mm-hmm. Real Madrid has, but you don't really have the you know the big star legend that you you see that you're gonna this guy's gonna go down as a legend except for Benzema now on the team do you think besides Benzema who do you think is gonna step up in the future and be that legend that you know Cristiano Ronaldo that R9 Ronaldo that big star you know David Beckham back when he was there uh Sergio Ramos even on defense is there anybody offensively or defensively that you think is going to take over this club when Benzema ends up leaving honestly it's hard to tell because I mean I would like to say Vinicius was the top star you know but he's inconsistent he's not he's not like a Messi or Ronaldo it doesn't matter what happens they'll give it all you know I agree with you there I think he kind of feels like a little Dembele player yeah like like when Dembele came over like yeah I mean he has a lot of great potential like Dembele they're like top top players but that consistency is not there you know like when you would have like a cristiano or a messi in your in your team you know that anything could happen right like one maybe in one minute they could score the goal like three goals because they're just that you know that caliber of player and i mean benzema i think he just 
he just waited for Ronaldo to leave. Right. Because he would, if you remember, he would set up Ronaldo for a lot of good plays. That's true. He was always, like, the center attacker that would, like, build up plays and keep everything going. Like, he was always essential to the team. Now he had to step up to the role of a, a main striker. You know, he has to score for his team, and I think he's doing great. He is really great. Like, Big Benzo, you know, like, as everybody calls him, he's a good player. He stepped it up. He has little setbacks, but he came... He came through, and now he's doing great things for Madrid. But as I see that this club right now, I don't think they have anybody that could that could like fill those shoes in, especially Ronaldo's shoes. I don't think they'll ever have a player. Maybe Mbappe. Mbappe has a. I know he's he's rumored to go to this club, but you know anything can happen in football. Anything. Right. Exactly. Uh, the likes of also Erling Holland oh, yeah. from Dortmund. For There's sure. been a lot of rumors that. Real Madrid is trying to get that next big star to come. Because, you know, all the star players, they want to play for Real Madrid. Real Madrid I is, think that's everybody's dream, you know, like to play for Madrid, Barcelona, like those great clubs with great history. Like I'm sure I'm sure all of those players want to be there. I mean, yeah, you said it yourself, 13 Champions Leagues, the most in history of any yeah. club. I wouldn't see why you wouldn't want to play there. You, you know, you always have a chance every year to go out and win one of the biggest trophies in Europe. Uh, football sure. so that's a very you know illustrious trophy that a player can win so you said that right as of right now Benzema has the torch but you don't think anybody can you know cover that torch until maybe they sign another player like Mbappe or anything like that do you see anybody in their current system right now that could surprise us in the future do you predict anybody that you know that's kind of in the shadows right now players you know because when Ronaldo was there great players like Gareth Bale didn't really shine too much because they had a pass they were passing the ball to Ronaldo because he, he was a consistent goal scorer which yeah. is very acceptable but obviously when Ronaldo was injured or anything those players would shine I mean we saw Gareth Bale great bicycle kick goal uh, in the Champions League against Liverpool. We saw him in the Copa del Rey. He ran down the wing and absolutely outpaced Barcelona. So when there's not that big star player, who's who's going to be that shadow player that can perform when Benzema's not performing? Well, as what I've seen so far, what who's been carrying the team is, has been Modric and Kroos and Casemiro. You know, they're like the the guys in the in the center they've been they've been running this the mid for well like almost a whole decade right the midfield yeah Yeah, like they're consistent you know they're they're old like that's the thing about madrid like most of their players are old right now right they need to rebuild but it's really hard to find players to step in the shoes as these greats you know because these guys rent like ran through a Champions League and won, like, three Champions League back-to-back. Like, right. I don't know any other team that has done that, like, besides Barcelona in the last right. decade. You really can't foster that experience. It's something that is just comes natural. You have to play the games and get lucky or even ta- be talented to be in those situations. Yeah, I mean, I know Madrid has a lot of talent. Like, they have um, Valverde. He's young, you know. In the back, they have Militao. They have uh, Mendy. Courtois is solid. We have Rodrigo, right wing. Like I said, Vinicius. All these players, they have a great potential to be world class, but I think it's all discipline, you know? Like, all these players are not as disciplined as the greats, like Satlan, Ronaldo, Messi, right. you know, Neymar. Like, he, I think Neymar could have been greater too if he would have been more disciplined. That's true, yeah. Yeah, and I, I, think, I think we have potential to get. I mean, like you said, everybody wants to play for Madrid, and we have everything that any player wants. So Madrid, 
they could rebuild the whole the whole team and potentially find the players that could fill the shoes, but it'll be really hard, honestly. Be interesting to see how the the summer signings come and how the future of Madrid shapes out right after this Champions League is all wrapped up. But I'd like to ask you another question, a question I usually ask a lot of people on this uh, show, is how do you interact with Real Madrid, your team, on social media? Do you usually go through Twitter? Do you use Instagram? What is your main source of Real Madrid content that you follow? I'll be on Twitter and Instagram a lot, so mostly both of them. And I basically see what I see on Instagram, I see on Twitter. So I use both of those. And, you know, I, I always repost. I always like what they post. Um, I even have the app on my phone. I like to listen to some of the interviews that they do. Like I like to stay active with them. Uh, but mostly I would say Twitter. And is there a hashtag that I didn't mention here today that you would like to shed light on um, that you've seen as of late? Uh, a la Madrid y nada más. And what does that mean? Exactly? It's Madrid, all hell Madrid and nothing else, you know? Right. Yeah. It's kind of plays hand cards with the Hala Madrid, which is nice, but this one has a little bit more of a monumental uh, phrase to it. Yeah. And like there's nothing else like it, basically. It, Got you. Yeah. That That's such a great hashtag. I'm, I'm glad you joined us here for this podcast. I've enjoyed our conversations. And uh, hopefully Real Madrid do great in the remaining games they have in the Champions League. For sure. Thank you for uh, being here, Chris. Appreciate thank, it. Thank you for having me, man. Of course. That is it for the ninth episode of Media Hut. Join me every Tuesday at 6 p.m. in a new guest speaker as we break down another team and their social media hashtag campaigns. Hope you enjoyed the show, and you'll hear from me real soon. Hut out. Thank you for listening to another episode of Media Hut. Hope you tune in next Tuesday at 6 p.m. here on Media Hut Simple Sports Campaigns for another rendition of great hashtag campaigns surrounding the world of sports with your host, Christian Castro.